Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to Come to Your Senses. Today's topic is about that old pebble in your shoe, that itchy wool sweater that you can't take off, that uncomfortable, mysterious feeling we call restlessness. And today's episode is going to examine restlessness, not just as a state of discontent or brattiness, which is sometimes how I experience it, but simply as information, your body's way of signaling intelligence that something doesn't feel right. And sometimes in those moments, the solution is often to stop looking to change what's on the outside and trying to make everything feel okay and simply accept that things don't feel okay and to look within. Sometimes there is something on the outside that needs to change in order for flow to happen. And sometimes you don't know. And that can be the most frustrating kind of restlessness when there's this accompanying paralysis around how to move forward. And so today's episode is going to give you some gems on how to partner with restlessness to essentially make art with your life. And that brings me to a very, very special announcement. I have been working on a new offering, which is a group coaching offering. I've been getting requests for years now to work with me in an intimate and connected capacity and to meet other souls who resonate with the come to your senses message and way of being. 
and to have options to do that that aren't just a one-on-one coaching container. And I am ecstatic to tell you that I will be debuting this brand new offering. But that, my friends, is not the announcement. (laughs) That is the sneak peek, the amuse-bouche to the announcement. The announcement is that in preparation to reveal and debut this new offering, typically I'll do a webinar. And there are few things in life that I loathe more than webinars. I don't like attending them. I don't like teaching them. They can feel so informational. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with information. Information can be incredibly empowering. But at the heart of transformation, I find, is relationship and having an embodied experience. And so, my loves, it is my thrill to invite you to ravish an evening of art and embodiment happening Wednesday, November 9th. You can sign up in RSVP, yes, at schoolofsensualliving.com slash ravish. The link will be below this episode. And this evening is all about art and bringing the virtues of art into how you live your life. There is an art to living and to loving. Just like there's an art to creating a spreadsheet or cooking spaghetti. You don't have to be an artist in order to live an artful life. Art and beauty open up new possibilities and new ways of thinking and feeling. And so at this evening, some of the things that you're going to learn is how to get off of the self-improvement hamster wheel and stop treating your life like a project and start treating your life like a masterpiece in continual creation. You'll learn all of the ways in which your imperfections are actually your most alluring qualities. You will learn about the connection between creativity and courage. And of course, all of this will be peppered with art. And I hope you'll join us at this true salon for the senses. It will be recorded and there will be a playback available for a limited time. So head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash ravish. You can find the link below this episode and reserve your front row seat. After that luxurious intro, it's a little hard to switch gears to restlessness, but much like we talked about art being this expression of life force, to me, restlessness is simply life force without anywhere to go. As I said at the start, restlessness can be an itchy feeling or a feeling like you have a pebble in your shoe. You might experience it in moments where you think you should be having fun or feeling grateful, 
And yet there is this under the surface, under your skin kind of discomfort and restlessness. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. And a common question I ask myself when I'm in this spot is, am I just being a brat (laughs) or is this like a calling to do something? Do I need to just get over myself or do I need to like move to another country? And what I also do in this state is I try to talk myself out of my restlessness because it's so uncomfortable. And then I just end up feeling more and more resentful, which is just not fun for anyone in my general vicinity. So, you know, the name of this podcast, Come to Your Senses, that expression is all about being woken from a trance. And one of the most beautiful ways to describe this, I think, comes from Audre Lorde's article, Uses of the Erotic, the Erotic as Power. She talks about the confusion of the erotic with simply the sexual, and that the erotic by nature is simply life force, that your erotic self is your fully feeling self. One of her quotes that just blows my sockets every time (laughs) I hear it is about the conflation of the erotic with the pornographic. And she describes how the two are actually quite opposite from one another because the pornographic emphasizes sensation without feeling. And a story I like to use to describe this from my own life is when I was a teenager and I would binge on fat-free cookies and I would eat an entire box of them and be incredibly full and freaking starving because I would have the sensation of fullness and eating, but because there was no nutrients or fat in the cookie, there was no satisfaction. And how this pertains to our topic today is that Restlessness, once again, is simply part of your body's intelligence. And so to help you become more literate and feel more empowered around these mysterious messages that the body sometimes sends, like restlessness, let's dive into our gems. So usually when there's restlessness, there's this variation of should I stay or should I go? I know this feeling well. <laughs> if I, if and when I write a memoir, it's probably going to be called Should I Stay or Should I Go? I'm very familiar with that state. And so the first gem is maybe you need to go. When I went on my listening tour last year, which was essentially I rented my house and I went on a bit of a walkabout staying for a month or two in various cities across the U.S. to get a sense of what felt like home. And what had prevented me from doing that, one of the things that had prevented me from doing that for years was the expression, wherever you go, there you are. And so I would fantasize about riding horses under the peachy skies of the Southwest, 
or a secret destiny I was missing out on that was awaiting me in the Pacific Northwest. But then because of that expression, I would just tell myself, well, I just have my head in the clouds or, oh, that's just a fantasy. Wherever you go, there you are trying to escape my life, you know? And finally I realized I just need to go. And in my fantasy, (laughs) I would find some compelling destiny or reason to stay out there and, you know, some part of myself that wasn't available to me here. And that is exactly what happened, but in a way that looked very different than what I expected. What happened is that because I answered that call within myself, and instead of just taking that knowledge of wherever you go, there you are, by actually going, it became embodied wisdom. And for the first time in my life, (laughs) I can say that I feel really settled where I live. It's a freaking miracle. I have been, I live in Western North Carolina. I moved here from New York City about seven years ago. And I have been Miss Burr under my saddle, queen of restlessness for seven years. And everything about where I live is still the same. But what's different is I don't have this persistent, nagging sense of questioning if there's something better out there because I've actually gone and looked. And so that's gem number one. Maybe you just need to go. Wherever you go, there you are, but how will you know unless you go? Gem number two, maybe you just need to stay. (laughs) I have this journal where I do two-way letters between myself and God, and I call it, Dear God, Why Are You So Annoying? Because God always speaks to me through my pen in paradox, and so apologies if that feels confusing or annoying to you. So maybe you just need to stay. You know, the other day I was visiting my mom and we were in this beautiful restaurant. I love this restaurant. I have many very happy memories there with my mom, who I'm super close with, eating this gorgeous avocado toast. You know, I have so much abundance and prosperity and beauty available to me in that moment. And I am restless as hell. And that was a great example of a moment where I had to really drop in and ask myself, whatever this nameless longing is that is disrupting my ability to be present, do I really think it's going to be different or answered if I get whatever it is that my hungry ghost is calling out for right now. And I sat with that in the bathroom, (laughs) you know, because I really wanted to be present. And so I went to the bathroom. I do this a lot. And I moved my hips a little bit. And I just asked myself that question. And I have some real lived experience with having all of the things that my little hungry ghost inside tells me I need to be happy and content and being anything but. And that sweet, 
adorable little Casper inside. What it really is trying to help me do is find a place of being. You know, it guides me and nudges me and sometimes pokes me to answer the callings of my soul, but who often gets confused about how things look versus how they feel. So that hungry ghost that presses within is often after a certain outcome, but just like any artist, and this is one of the things we'll be exploring at Ravish, an evening of art and embodiment, any artist I think knows that the minute you start focusing on the finished product and the outcome, you are screwed. (laughs) That the creation of art is about the process and about turning towards that piece of life force that is asking to be expressed and not being distracted by the hungry ghosts that can never be satisfied. You know, that life force is satisfied by the expression alone. The outcome is secondary to that. And one last story about that is once I was in an art class with my friend Alina Hennessy, and I was working on a painting, and all of us in the class were just at this threshold with our painting where it was like, I hate it, I hate it, I hate mine, mine is so terrible. (laughs) And Alina said to us, you know, you're just in the adolescent phase Every painting and every artist has their phase. There's the childhood phase that starts with, woo, color and water and paintbrush and, you know, the wonder of it all. And then you start to wonder, what am I doing here? And you enter the adolescent phase of, this is terrible, this is ugly, I should just throw this canvas out. But if you stay... And you just keep working and you keep loving it and you keep painting over the parts that need to start from scratch, it will become your masterpiece. And that has been true for me 100% of the time in painting. And so perhaps when your life imitates art, you just need to stay. The third gem to add more paradox onto your pizza of this episode is maybe it's neither. (laughs) So recently I was at church with my mom. My mom is a Unitarian and I love her church and all the people who are part of that church. It's a very small community. And the minister was speaking about these ideas of heaven and hell and sin and goodness. And she had us close our eyes and do a meditation around what these things really mean to us. What is our embodied experience of that? And during this meditation, what became evident to me is that my personal idea of hell is binaries, or at least thinking that binaries are the only options binary thinking where it's either or, I'm either good or I'm bad, I'm superior or I'm inferior, I'm successful, oh look, it's happening, I'm successful, 
And then some failure happens and I'm a failure. And I had this image come up in a meditation of binaries as being this straight line that's a spectrum. But my experience of life is more of a round curve. And so I imagined a watercolor blot on a page and how there are certain parts that are dark and deep and saturated and concentrated. And then there are these edges that are barely perceptible and that it's always moving and you can tilt the page and you can swirl your brush and it will completely change the configuration of what's there. And so something I tell myself when I'm feeling restless is all of this is temporary. Binaries tell us that there are only two options and that there's a right and wrong decision to be made. Whereas this wheel is more like the seasons and that even in moments of stillness or darkness or death, there's always life happening under the surface The only thing that is certain is that it is temporary. And the final gem speaks to the temporary nature, which is a question that I often drop in when I'm feeling restless. And that is, am I just dehydrated? (laughs) I am amazed at how I can assign all sorts of labels to myself When really in reality, I just need to address some of my body's basics. The other night I was watching TV, starting to feel depressed and anxious and, you know, in this dilemma around mental health. And and I was like, I only got four hours of sleep last night. I'm just tired. And so when that old itchy wool sweater of restlessness will not let you out of its grasp, Some questions you might want to ask yourself are, am I dehydrated? Am I hungry? Not just hungry in the sense of tummy calling out for food, but hungry in the sense of needing nutrients or needing carbs or, you know, whatever might be missing from your body chemistry at that moment. Do I need sleep? Do I need to poop? (laughs) Constipation can really throw off my sense of serenity in the world. Have I been isolating? I know for myself, if I don't have human contact every day and intimate human contact, like a close friend going for a walk, I tank, y'all. I tank right over. And so human connection is a vital part of creating what the French might call tranquillité, tranquility. And so my beauties, there lie your gems for this week. I hope that they add to the masterpiece that is you and the work of art that is your life. And if you are ready to have more beauty, charm, simple pleasures, innovation, and enchantment in your everyday, I hope I will see you at Ravish, an evening of art and embodiment, Wednesday, November 9th, Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash ravish or click the link below this episode to save your seat. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Would you like to live your life as a masterpiece in creation? 
rather than a project to complete? If so, join us for Ravish, an evening of art and embodiment. The beauty of this night will change you without you having to change a thing. Come and make your life a masterpiece at schoolofsensualliving.com slash ravish or click the link below this episode. I can't wait to see you there.